Your feelings are a lot like the Upside Down from Stranger Things. They can be a little scary, terrifying, confusing, difficult to navigate. Though just like in the show, in order to conquer your demons, you have to face them head on. That's why ignoring your feelings is a terrible idea. Hi, I'm Mallory Grimsey. I'm a mental health therapist and I specialize in helping teens navigate through the teenage years, including facing their emotions and feeling their feelings. That's why in this video, I'm gonna talk a little bit about what happens when you ignore your feelings and what you can do about it instead. If you don't notice and acknowledge them, there could be some dangerous negative consequences to that. The important thing to remember when it comes to your feelings is they are always trying to keep you safe. They are always trying to guide you and give you messages to steer you in what they believe is the safest, best direction for you. It's important to be able to tune in to what your feelings are, what impacts your feelings, and what it is that they're trying to tell you. Ultimately though, you are in the driver's seat. You get to decide, uh, yeah, that's definitely a feeling that I want to keep feeling and let me continue in that direction. Or actually, no, that's not a feeling that I want to continue. So how can I steer that into a different direction? Some important benefits of feeling your feelings is being tuned into your inner guide or your inner sense. It helps to develop good judgment, better decision-making, which can lead to healthier relationships with your friends, your family, loved ones, or crushes. It can also lead to academic success because you're not so stressed out and confused all the time or over thinking things and it can help you feel a lot more relaxed, way less stress so that you can focus on the things that you enjoy. When we ignore our feelings, it can get hella worse. I usually talk about this in terms of when you make a yummy tuna sandwich. I don't know about you, I enjoy a good tuna sandwich from time to time, but um, they can be a little stinky, right? <laughs> so our feelings can be like that too. So ignoring your feelings can definitely lead to some hidden dangerous consequences. Totally get why you would want to avoid your feelings, especially if they are uncomfortable, get in the way, don't make us feel good, right? But remember, they are making us feel that way with a purpose, and that purpose is always to keep you safe. Let's talk about it in terms of you've made yourself a delicious, yummy sandwich, okay? You start to eat your sandwich, and it can have whatever it want on there, like maybe you want peanut butter and jelly, maybe that's not your jam, you're like allergic to, maybe you're vegan, and so you're doing a chickpea sandwich. The point is, is that you've made yourself a delicious, yummy sandwich to eat, and then about half halfway through, you realize that you're full. Most of us at that point would either stop eating and leave it wherever we are, or I hope you actually take it and put it away. If you take it up, wrap it up, put it away, and keep it for safekeeping for later, it'll be there when you are ready and you don't have to worry about it causing other issues. When we leave the sandwich and we try to avoid or ignore the fact that it's there, uh, you might be okay for like a day or two, you know, but after that, it starts to get a little stinky. You may start noticing that there are some bugs or flies flying around. Um, there's kind of this odor when you enter into the room. If you haven't dealt with that leftover sandwich, your feelings are very much the same way. If you are not feeling your feelings and you are not acknowledging them in some sort of way or trying to adjust or adapt them, they will just get smellier and smellier or louder and louder, more uncomfortable until you develop something like a panic attack or a depressive episode or an angry outburst or if you're like me, stress crying. That was always my go-to. <laughs> Sometimes if you 
leave it even longer than that. Even when you have dealt with the issue, like say that you have not cleaned up that sandwich and it's been a month that it's been sitting there. Okay, you finally are like, let me tackle this room. I'm gonna clean this up and you throw away the sandwich and you clean the dish and yada yada. Or if it's too far gone, you just get rid of it. Even though you have removed or eliminated the sandwich, there's still some residual issues with that that still linger. There might still be a little bit of a lingering odor. Perhaps now you have like a fly problem that you have to deal with. So if you ignore your feelings for too long, it can actually cause longer, more intense, difficult situations or different problems for you. So that's why it is a terrible idea to ignore your feelings, especially for too long. So what I've learned is that your feelings aren't really necessarily the problem. We all have feelings and they all fluctuate and change. I promise you, even if it feels like they are lingering for a while or they're really, really intense, your feelings do change over time, even if you choose to do nothing. The problem tends to be the intensity of that emotional experience. And so the key for dealing with that are coping skills. I talk a ton about coping skills on this channel. I actually have a program called the Coping Skills Crash Course where I do a much deeper dive into this. I'm not going to talk about that today. I just want to talk about basic coping strategies and what you can do to stop avoiding your feelings and start acknowledging them so that you don't have these emotional outbursts and breakdowns anymore. Coping skills are all about helping you Feel your feelings easier, tolerating the intensity of that experience so that it's not so overwhelming. A great way to practice coping strategies is with self-compassion. So I talk a little bit about the butterfly hug, which is a very quick, brief exercise that you can do where you put opposite hands on opposite shoulders and you lightly tap slowly about six to eight times. Each tap is called a pass and just acknowledging this is a moment of suffering. Noticing and naming your emotions can definitely turn the dial down a little bit on the intensity or keep it from creeping up. Practicing mindfulness and positive self-talk are some other really key ways of practicing coping strategies. When you're getting used to feeling your feelings, this is usually some of the first self-care processes that we start with in therapy, especially if you're not used to feeling your feelings. If you're looking for a more DIY approach or ready to get started on this, I highly recommend that you download the self-care bundle that I created, a variety of different resources for teenagers going through these issues. We've got the calm, safe place meditation. We've got affirmations for morning anxiety, visualizing your perfect day guided meditation. There's journaling prompts. There's a ton of resources and it is ever growing. So I would definitely recommend that you get in on that now. It is currently free. It probably won't stay free forever. Get it now <laughs> while it's there. After you've signed up for access for the self-care bundle, I highly recommend that you create some sort of self-care routine. We actually have a way of gamifying it in the self-care bundle called self-care bingo for teens. Highly recommend checking that out, personalizing it for yourself, but you can really do this anyway. Take a dive into one self-care practice and get started today. Any effort that you make and you start making to just noticing and acknowledging your feelings will make a positive impact and difference in your life. I so appreciate you taking time out of your busy life and schedule to join me today. If you enjoyed this video, make sure that you hit that like button and the subscribe button. It really helps to grow the channel so that this information can spread and get to the people who really need it. Thanks for watching.